to the Principal Thing Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Hello, this is the Principal Thing Podcast. Is where wisdom meets purpose. Thank you so much for your time and your attention that you're giving to us today. Uh, we're just very happy to have you here. Uh, I want to talk about some things that uh, I hope that will empower you today. I hope that it will help you to look at things differently, see yourself differently, and uh, really, really push into your dreams. I talk a lot about you know, dreams, visions, overcoming circumstances, those types of things. And I just really want to add to that today uh, because I really believe that the Father wants us to go beyond the zip code that we live in. He wants us to go beyond our zip code in our education. He wants us to go beyond our zip code in our understanding. He wants us to go beyond our zip code in meeting people, uh, engaging with our communities and engaging with new ideas, new things, new places, new experiences that are very positive. What I have come to find out, I talk to a lot of people, um, different places in our country. And one of the things that I've come to find out is that oftentimes in our experiences in life, when we have bad experiences, when bad things happen to us, or when we do bad things, I find out that a lot of people identify themselves with things that have happened instead of who they really are. None of us are perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone messes up from time to time. And I just really want to really be vulnerable uh, today because I know in our society, we look at vulnerability, especially when a man talks. We look at vulnerability like it's a weakness, like it's a shortcoming, like you know, hey, you're not really that important or you're not significant or why would you expose yourself or why would you be so weak uh, to do things like that when really vulnerability is actually courageous. It takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable. And what I have found out uh, through vulnerability is that when you can actually not just talk about where you are, not just share your story, but share your story from a place of empowerment. Because we've all experienced things, we've all gone through a lot of things that I like to categorize as less than positive. We all have. And what I have found out personally in my own experiences is that when I change how I see myself without trying to change what happened to me, without trying to change what occurred, without trying to change how somebody thinks about me or how they feel about me. When I really focus on trying to change myself, change my perspective, change how I feel, in other words, do self-inventory, become more self-aware, I find now that I'm a human being. You know, even before being a child of God or before being a leader or before being a husband or a father or whatever, I'm a human being. And this human being, I've made a ton of mistakes. 
I messed up a lot of stuff. And some of the things that I messed up, even though I've been sorry, I couldn't fix it. I couldn't repair it. You know, how do you move forward when things happen to you or when you make mistakes or when you mess up things? How do you move forward? You have to look within yourself. And you must reconcile your actions with who you really are. You know, D. Gerard, what are you what are you really communicating? In other words, you've got to really dial into the core of who you are. You know, oftentimes uh, things that happen, as I mentioned earlier, things that happen to us or things that we do, we can actually identify with things instead of really identifying with who we are. When that happens, you know, our vision is altered or distorted. And we're really not being authentic. My wife talks about it a lot. She talks about being authentic. And sometimes it, it takes a while to really understand that the mask we wear, the things that we do, that we're just performers. You know, and I had to go through a lot of things to really, you know, get to that place of shaving off the weaknesses and shaving off ideologies, shaving off what I thought people thought of me and even how I thought of myself till I could get to the real core of who I really am. You know, very few people find out who they really are. And some of them are doing amazing things. A lot of people are making differences. But some of the differences that, that we're making, could it be that we're performing? What happens when we hesitate, when we're confronted with situations, whether it's people, places, or things? Do we hesitate to tell the truth? Do we pause long enough to think, to analyze, not just the situ situation, but do we analyze what we think someone may think of us if we really talked about how we really felt in relation to what occurred, what was said or what was done. And I have to really be vulnerable. You know, I spent a lot of my life, you know, thinking, being concerned about what other people thought of me until I, I really couldn't see clearly and accurately, you know, D. Gerard, what do you really think of yourself? And then what happened is I started to remove all of these, call it filters, call it safety pins, call it whatever, call it comfort. And I really got to the place of, you know what? It doesn't really matter what other people think. It doesn't even matter what they say or what they do. It doesn't even matter how they respond to what you're doing or what you're saying or what you're engaged in. It really doesn't. At the end of the day, when the dust settles, can you really look at yourself when everything is quiet? Can you say, I gave the very best that I had? Can you really say that you were really true to yourself? Can you really say that you were being authentic? No, nah, I'm not talking about you did a lot of good things. That's not what I'm talking about. Because sometimes who we really are, and you got to really listen to this, 
sometimes who we are can really be masked in the good things that we do because we want people to really celebrate us. Because oftentimes we're hurt, we're broken, we're ashamed, we feel guilty about things. And th these are things that people experience in life. You know, and I'm, you know, I pray, I think, and I'm trying to, you know, I, I wonder sometimes, you know, Lord, you know, who do I need to interview? What do I need to say? What do you want me to talk about? And today, you know, the Holy Spirit was like, you know what? I can give you some ideas, but what I want you to do tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning, you know, whenever someone hears this, this podcast, I want you to really be open and I want you to be transparent. I want you to tell people you did the best you could as a father, but you made a lot of mistakes. I absolutely did. I wonder sometimes, could I have built a swing set in the backyard and been more concerned about my daughter, my son, swinging on a swing set versus how pretty the grass was? Could there have been times when I could have said, yeah, clean up your room. I've already showed you how to do it and been more patient. Instead of being so concerned with, you know, how neatly things are placed. Absolutely. I could have. Could have. Could I have been more patient? Could I have been more understanding? Could I have been more sensitive with my wife? <laughs> the answer is absolutely yes. Because what I recognize in vulnerability is that I'm not just able to admit these things. I realize that some of the things that I admit, I can't go back and change it. I can't. And I don't need to. Because it deals with control and wanting things to be a certain way, wanting people to, to recognize you for the things you do. You know, ask yourself sometimes, you know, my wife, I have to really thank God for her because she's challenging me on so many different things. You know, she challenges me on, you know, just not just being a nice person, but she challenges me on doing nice things. And she goes, why are you doing the nice things that you're doing? You know, if you don't really listen to this uh, in a good heart posture, you will think that she's sounding critical when really she's on the deep end. Because what she's communicating is the good things that you're doing it, why are you doing it? What motivates you? Is it the applause of the people? Is it the good things that people say? Because if it is, then you're really not being authentic. It's a nice deed, it's a wonderful gesture. It really is. But if you're going to do, if you're going to be, if you're going to exhibit kindness, if you're going to show kindness, if you're going to show love, do it from a pure place so that if no one says thank you, if no one shows you gratitude, if no one gets you a card, if no one buys you a flower, you did it because you're being authentic. If you can do that, then you can also exhibit the same type of an attitude when someone treats you badly, when someone says something about you that's false, 
when someone misunderstands you, you can maintain that same type of an attitude. Why? Because you're being authentic. You're being real. Very few people can stand up and allow someone to really talk to them when they ask them honestly, how do you feel about me as a person? You know, what is your honest opinion? You know, when is the last time that you talked to someone about what you were thinking, about the things you were doing? When's the last time as a parent you really asked your children if they're old enough? You know, how am I as a parent? How have I been as a leader? How have I been as a caregiver? You know, do you really want the truth? Because, see, a lot of times what happens, I've been in leadership for more than 20 years. And I've had instances where I've asked people, you know, how do you feel about me in certain areas, whether it's finances, whether it's as a pastor or whether it's as a person or as a father? And some of the reviews, uh, the responses that I've gotten back have been good. And some of them have been very painful because everyone doesn't always see you in the same light that you're shining. Can you take criticism and not blame someone? Can you take criticism and not get angry, not be mad? And really allow the words, whether you agree with it or not, can you grow to the place where you can understand that, you know what, I may not agree with this person or with these people, but you know what, this is how they feel. This is what they see. This is what they're communicating about me. How can I take what people are saying and grow from it? The only way that you can do it is to be self-aware. Why do you do what you do? Why do you say what you say? Because people that are really free, they don't just share their stories. What I'm communicating right now is profound. And I really want you to hear what I'm communicating clearly. I really do because it's so very important. Just because you share your story, it doesn't mean that people really understand what you're sharing. You can be crystal clear as an orator. You can have everything in place in chronological order. You can lay it out just like it happened just like it occurred. You really can. But from what place in your heart are you speaking from? Are you speaking from a place of, I was a victim and they did this to me. They said this to me. They hurt me. What type of heart posture do you have? Because I found out personally, and I'm being very vulnerable, 
when you can take criticism, whether it's constructive criticism or not, when you can take feedback from others and you can look within yourself and say, what can I change? Even when it hurts, even when it is painful, can you take it and say, I'm going to change. I'm going to take what they're saying to me about me. And I'm going to change. I'm going to look at myself differently. Why am I doing what I'm doing? When is the last time someone really asked me something about themselves, whether it was their clothing, the food they cooked, or the last time we were together? And I really told them the truth. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Did you say what you said because you didn't want to hurt someone's feelings? Because you didn't want to get someone upset with you? Because you didn't want to lose a friend? Because if so, you weren't being authentic. I've had so many people get upset at me. I'm being, I'm being authentic. I've had so many people blame me for what was going on in their life. I've had so many people, you know, leave me, walk away. Because they couldn't accept what I was doing. In order to be authentic, you have to come to the place where you're not worried, you're not upset, and you're definitely not afraid of how people respond when you speak your mind in love and in truth. I'm not talking about speaking in a way that's disrespectful to anyone. That's, that's really not what I'm doing or not what I'm referring to. I, I, I realized that the older I get, the more peace I want the more love I really want to live in. And the only way to success, because so many people think that success is so much about money and so much about you know tangible things, and it has a lot to do with it, it really does. But true success is understanding that the things that you're gonna conquer are gonna be very, very painful. That's why people are doing things to themselves to hurt themselves or uh, self-medicate because they haven't been able to deal with the pain. Some people try to drink it away. Some people try to eat it away. Some people try to work it away. Some people try to be busy so that they don't have to cope with it or deal with it. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just a matter of you're deflecting it. That's not how I want to live my life. And it's certainly not how I want to live the rest of my life. So what my vulnerability did, it exposed me to people in places that were willing to tell me things that were very uncomfortable for me. And then I began to understand what type of person I really wanted to be. And I had to grow beyond where I was. <laughs> was it easy? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. 
But anything that's worth anything isn't going to be easy. There are no cheap seats in the front. There are no cheap seats in the front. And there are no free lunches. There's a cost associated with everything. Being in the front, being on top, and succeeding, following God by faith, getting married, uh, the promotions, whatever it is that you're trying to do, it's going to come with a cost. And that cost is going to be connected with pain. It's coming with pain. And what happens is a lot of people bail out. They blame it on a father. They blame it on a mother. They blame it on siblings. They blame it on a system. They blame it on, you know, the president, government, politicians, the church, the pastor, the husband, the wife. You don't understand if I had what you had, it would be better. No. None of those things are really true. Until you really step up, stand up and show up in the place where you're supposed to exist. And really face your own demons. All of us have all of us have things that we have to go through. All of us have things that we have to experience. All of us do. Everyone has a sad story. I was just willing to change mine. Because when I communicate my story, I want to communicate it with a good heart posture. And what I mean when I say that is that I don't want to communicate my story like I'm pitiful. Look, everybody, look at what happened to me. I want a badge of honor. No, that's not what I want. I want to be able to communicate my story and I want to be able to say, look what I've overcome. I didn't have this and I went through that. And this happened to me and I did this. And look at how I overcame. This type of attitude it has taken me before great people. And I am so thankful. I am so grateful because I realized that I really do have the power. It wasn't just something I was preaching about and teaching about and talking about. I really have the power. And I really have the responsibility to decide what my future is going to be like. I'm deciding what kind of money I want to make. I'm deciding where I want to live and where I want to go. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter what they say. And trust me, anytime you do something that's different, people are going to talk about you. They're going to wonder how in the world are you doing what you're doing? I'm doing it by faith. I'm not just trusting God as though I'm not partnered with him to say, God, every step that I make, you know, you're going to have to fix everything in my life. You know, like I'm blaming God for everything because I'm not. I'm taking responsibility for my life and I'm saying, Father, I trust you. I believe you're ordering my steps. But I don't believe you're going to make the steps for me. I have to make the steps for myself. If you don't stand up and step out. Chances are minutes from now, hours from now, weeks from now, months from now, years from now, 
you're probably going to be in the same place, doing the same thing, talking about, well, you know, it's his fault. It's her fault. They don't understand me. I need a little bit more money or I need this or, you know, somebody needs to do something different for me. Believe it or not, there is a lot of people that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, and they still haven't matured past themselves. When you mature past yourself, you understand that life is not going to be easy. You understand that nobody is standing there trying to give you anything. You're going to have to work for it, and you're going to have to trust God for everything. There are new levels and new dimensions and new places to go and new pe people to meet in life. All it takes is just faith, believing in yourself. Whether somebody else believes in you or not, it doesn't matter. How do you feel about you? What are you doing about you? I understand now what the spirit was leading me to do. I'm just being vulnerable, and I hope that someone else out there that thinks that they're so strong, that thinks that they have it all figured out, that are wearing all of these space coverings, covering up the true identity of who you are. You're afraid. You're nervous. And in some cases, there are people that are still angry. They're walking in unforgiveness, and they need to be challenged. They need to be pushed off of that cliff. So that they don't experience anything but pain and heartache so that they can get to the true understanding of who they really are. <laughs> Freedom isn't just that you're born again. Freedom is when you don't have to have anything between you and God and you and the next person. And you don't have any shame. And you don't have any guilt. I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm talking about willing to fail and fail miserably and being able to confess that, admit that and say, oh, yep, I did it. That was me. Without any explanation at all. Yeah, man, I messed up, messed up tons of stuff. Shouldn't have done it, but I did it. Shouldn't have said it, but I said it. Shouldn't have been there, but I was. It happened. Everything that people say may not be a lie. But can you come out of the closet and stand up in front of everyone or stand up in front of someone and really admit who you are? Really admit what you're really afraid of. Really admit your insecurities and still be okay. <laughs> As I'm doing this podcast, I realize I forget to turn my phone off. But you know what? It's okay. Because this is real life. And I'm not trying to edit anything. Because, you know, real life, you can't edit it. You really can't. You have to deal with what you are dealt. You have to keep a good attitude. And you have to remember who you really are. And be able to stand up in the midst of the applause. And in the midst of rejection. Can you really take it? Can you really take it and stand up and say, you know what? I'm not running. I'm not running anywhere. I'm not, I'm not going to duck. And I'm not going to avoid it. 
because I want to grow and I want to mature. I don't understand everything that people say, or I may not like everything that people say, but how can I take it and change? How can I take it and grow? When you get to that place, for the first time in your life, you may really be on the trail to freedom. Because when you wake up every day and you're not loaded down by what you feel like, what you're going through, what they said, what they did. And you can just live life. You can talk to people. You can go places and just meet new people, be invited to different places. It's a wonderful experience because it's what's happening to me. And I realize that the world is waiting on me. God has already empowered me. The rest is up to me. I'm a giant slayer. It's really what I am. It's really what I am. That's who I am. I'm a person that loves people. I'm a really nice guy. But I know how to be firm to get the results that God wants me to have because that's important to me. It is always such an honor and such a privilege for you to listen, for you to tune in, and for you to share as well as subscribe to this podcast. I thank you for your attention. I thank you for your time because we are all busy. I hope that I have said things in clarity to help you, to strengthen you, and to build you up. Until the next time, this is the Principal Thing Podcast. This is where wisdom meets purpose. Catch you the next time. Out. Thanks for listening. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose.